0: Welcome to Kickback with Chris. with Chris, the Martial Arts Podcast.
1: Brought to you by Martialytics. Easy to use. Super powerful management software for your martial arts school.
0: Hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of Kickback with Chris, the Martial Arts Podcast. I actually did an intro there without messing it up. <laughs> I'm out of practice. You got to give me some leeway here. Uh, but no, joking aside, guys. Thanks to everybody that took time to get in touch about the changes to the podcast, the new format. I know we're only sort of one episode in of this style. I know we've had a you know we've had some match chat episodes now, of which we've got another one this week. Got two going on. Um but the uh, yeah the, the the format change um really do appreciate people Letting me know what they think. Um it's all been positive so far. I can only assume that that is generally the vibe and that the people that don't like it just aren't saying maybe I don't know. But um yeah, I look. I think at this point the most important thing which is a bit selfish, but I'm enjoying it more. And I think in turn you will probably all enjoy it more because you'll be able to tell that you know, I'm into it. Um, the the old style, you know, martial artists come on, martial artists asks martial art questions. Like, everyone and their cat's doing that now. And, you know, there's only so many times you can hear the same people talking about the same things and taking the same questions. It's just boring. Um, sorry if you disagree with me on that one, but at least this way around, you know, we're getting martial artists coming on. And, yes, there's some martial arts conversations sometimes, there's not a great deal today, I'll be honest. Um but that doesn't that doesn't bother me because I don't want this to be a martial arts podcast that's completely about martial arts. I know that might sound a little bit weird, but it's about martial artists talking about things that they're interested in, you know, the real life, just real conversations about stuff. Um there's going to be some interviews where the conversation has a much more heavy martial arts slant to it. There are going to be others like today where we kind of go off in all manner of directions um, and I want the conversations to be able to do that. I don't want them to be confined to, we have to talk about tournaments and sidekicks and teaching classes and, you know, it. I don't want there to be those constraints. There. Anyway, that's how it is. If you don't like it... <laughs> There's lots of other ones go and listen to them instead um, but I think after a hundred episodes of doing that you know it's yeah, it', it it'd run its course so today I've got mr. Damien Harfield on um, a guy who I've known through the internets now for a few times I actually met him in person as well um, I didn't I neglected to bring this up in the conversation about how we actually first got in touch I've a feeling it was through He's probably going to—he'll well, correct me now—but I think it was originally through one of my courses, or something to do with kicking work, or something along those lines. Um, anyway, uh, we've stayed in touch for many years now, and um, we have very similar approaches in some respects to the way we run our schools, and very different ways too. And we quite often will exchange conversations about. Those differences and opinions on stuff, and we also talk a lot about Star Trek and other random stuff too, which you'll find out in the conversation. But anyway, oh, before I pass over to the the conversation, be sure to stick around afterwards as well, because there's a little something that I want to talk about with relation to um, a new agreement that I've got with a group that. I've teased on on the, on the, the Facebook groups and Facebook pages. So be sure to... I'm a good I'm good at this, aren't I? <laughs> be sure to come back after the conversation. Don't just turn it off and, and have a listen to some more waffle, I've got to tell you. Anyway, I'm going to jump over to the call. This is recorded earlier on today. Hope you enjoy it, and I'll speak to you soon.
1: You're listening to Kick Back With Chris, the martial arts podcast. Brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk.
0: All right, guys. So, uh, thanks for sticking with us, first and foremost, this new podcast format. Because I know that um, I, be, me being me, I just woke up one day and decided, hey, I'm going to do a podcast again, and and I'm going to do it completely different to what everybody's been listening to so far. But joking aside, thanks for the feedback that everybody's been uh, sending in. All three of you. Um, no joking. <laughs> it's a bit more than that, thankfully. But um, yeah, thanks for the feedback, guys. It's really, it really is appreciated, and it's good to know that I'm doing something right with this whole podcasting lark. Uh, what I didn't realise is um, I just ticked over 100 episodes as well. That completely slipped under the radar. I didn't even notice that until I, um, yeah, I was uploading and it said 100. I'm like, oh, okay. That's should have really known that was coming and planned a little bit better. Sorry, Donovan. I'm not saying if you if you're watching, doing or listening. I'm not saying that you weren't a worthy guest for episode 100. But I could have made more of an effort to be honest, couldn't I? Let's be fair. He's probably he's probably not listening. He's probably not listening anyway, no I don't know, maybe he is from his new car With all of his parking tickets he keeps getting um, Anyway, joining me on the phone And in person Nodding very silently at the pro that he is For the people who are watching the video version I have Mr Damien Harfield, how are you doing sir? Hey, yeah, good, how are you doing man? I've just realised that's the first time I've said your name in full out loud It sounds weird, I'm not going to lie uh, Nobody calls me Damien It just doesn't happen I, You see, the, th- the really thing is with really weird thing is, if I can say it, is that I I get called by my full name, like all the time, and it really irks me. It's like, why do you not use my, why do you not use anybody else's full name when you're addressing them or speaking to? Them? Like, I don't get it. It's it. Mr. Chris Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone uses my full yeah. name all the time. <laughs> like, it's, it's weird. weird.
1: So uh, I either get called Mr. H by the students because we figured out years ago that Harfield was a bit of a mouthful for the three year olds. So we just abbreviated it. Or most people who know me, they call me Damo because for some reason, yeah. The, yeah, most people can't be bothered with Damien. I'm like, that's absolutely fine by me. Um, I I hate my first name anyway. Oh man.
0: I think most I think most people don't
1: like their own names. It's just well, like I, a thing I, that we have, up, isn't it? That generation where the Omen films were a thing. Um oh, no. Yeah, man. And every I I swear to God, uh, cousins, um, parents, uh, like all my aunts and uncles of which we have many every time they saw me that if we shave your head are we gonna see a 666 on your scalp i'm like no no. you bloody not so
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh well right i'll tell you what we should do really for the benefit of everybody out there that's listening and watching in that for some reason hasn't come across you on social media yet or anywhere else um I think it. Well, the thing with last the last episode was I I was I was being a bit of a lazy what's it in that I just had the person on from my previous episode, so I didn't really have to do an intro because everybody already knew who he was because they're like, well it's this guy again." He was on the last time, and um, but for the benefit of anybody out there that doesn't know who you are, in a nutshell, keep it brief if you can. Who are you, and why you're on the podcast? Besides the fact I so- asked you.
1: Yeah, that's all good, man. um yeah, so I, uh, my name is Damien, which we've we've established is is terrible. And um, <laughs> long long story short, I've, I've been training since I was about fifteen, um, so twenty two odd years. I've been teaching since twenty twelve full time. I did some part time teaching before then, um, but I'm I suppose I'm in the realm now of I'm kind of like building my own thing. So mm. we're, we're we're building schools. Um, it, we're building teams because that's kind of what I do, but I I guess I'm fairly known for I'm not well known, but I'm I'm fairly known for kids and, and all that jazz. Like I have spent almost my entire professional teaching career studying how to teach kids properly from different angles, as well as how to create some of the best systems that I know how to create. Um, with the input of my team, who've been with me for, for donkey's years, in terms of developing kids and and that sort of thing. So I guess when any, yeah. whenever anybody talks to me, it's about family classes and kids and and all that jazz. So yeah, mm-hmm. if I'm known at all, um,
0: it'll be it'll be for that. I could to say when you said you're known for kids, I was going to say <laughs> pr- 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 like one of them families you see on telly with like twenty five kids or something, yeah. right? <laughs>
1: 15 kids uh, six wives no that's no, why not, you've got that...
0: that much coffee is it yeah. <laughs> None of that is true <laughs> mate you could swim in that mm. the benefit that's... of people listening damon has got the biggest mug. mug of coffee I've ever seen this this is my small mug um so this was this was bought it's
1: it's got a uh, Fre- massive yeah massive fan of friends it's got central perk mug um the big uh, big over one but I've also got my my wife bought me. A pint mug for Father's Jesus. Day a year right. or so back. So that's what I normally start the day with. And this is this is like mid morning.
0: Oh, well, I've got also, my autofocus turned off, so this might not work. But that's that's my mug that I've got. To Little say. Miss Fun, that's yours, is it? That's, yeah, that's mine. So it's Miss Miss Jones, is it? <laughs> well, I found it in the. It was down. It was in the kitchen, and it was clean. So it, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's getting used. Are you um, like? I, we we've got like.
1: 200 mugs in the house and we just cycle through them until they're all dirty then we chuck them in the dishwasher and start again yeah (laughs) that's what we do because i I don't know about you but every christmas and this is not a complaint if any of my students find this every christmas um it feels like the default gift for an instructor is a mug and so i'll get like six anywhere between six and 20 new mugs every christmas and it's like right okay that goes in the office that's going in the kitchen um, and we just cycle through them We don't wash them And then when they're all dirty That's when we chuck them in the dishwasher That's efficient <laughs> <laughs> Somebody comes to visit and opens the dishwasher And they just think, crikey The I... whole whole of the top line is just mugs Just, that's it <laughs> But you know, what else do you buy in martial arts instructors? Like, we tend to buy True. one It's like DVDs and they got that Weapons um, For the purpose of whatever uh safety weapons always plastic of course never the real thing um no <laughs> so you're not going to buy them now for christmas are you? so that it, it seems to be the default it's either chocolate or um or mugs so
0: which is which yeah, is well uh, yeah. uh, two things that we're n- never gonna turn away even even like the minute when i claim that i'm on a bit of a caffeine and so to be fair i am actually doing really well with my caffeine control because it was getting out of it was getting out of control um and i uh, i just woke up and thought that's it enough i'll have two coffees in the morning and that's me for the day <laughs> sorry uh, are
1: these are these one immediately after the other or are you yes. staggering that yeah they're immediately... no, no. <laughs> just get a bigger mug just get a bigger mug
0: well yeah but it feels better it feels and it's also it i drink coffee really slowly so The time it takes me to drink a coffee, it could have gone cold. So yeah, I I I, I've yeah, I was get I was getting out of control, mate. I was having coffees all morning, then I was lining up energy drinks in the night and it was just wasn't affecting my sleep or anything. I was just very conscious of the fact that it's probably not very good for me. Well that's that's when you know it's not good because it's not affecting your sleep.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you're consuming caffeine all day and you sleep like a baby, like myself, there's a problem. There's a problem.
0: Yeah, I felt like uh, i felt like death on legs for about four days when i cut it out but um after that i actually feel a lot better for it i did that once i went on a, a like a cleanse you know
1: how people do that from time to time um me yeah, yeah. From time to time, people usually fall back in their old habits. But I, I had a four-day migraine because I'd cut caffeine out cold turkey. Worst, worst thing. I've, I'm never doing it again. I'm, I'm accepting my dependence upon caffeine, um, and I am more than happy to continue to consume it uh, until the doctor turns around and says, "Your blood pressure's a bit high, mate. You might want to cut it out." I'm like, "Yeah, mm. I'll right. I'll cut it down.
0: Don't think I'll cut it out." yeah, that's that's all I did. I, I did cut it out once completely, and that was just not fun. <laughs> it just fl- flat out was not fun at all. but I, I can see actually it benefit the people who are listening as well. on the, on your mic shelf there, you've got quite a selection of coffee going off there, oh, yeah, man.
1: um, so I've got I, I I for a short stint, I ran out of time. Like I like to start something, and then if it doesn't benefit me in any way, shape, or form, um, I'll stop it. And so I did a, a brief stint of a YouTube channel, which I still do from time to time if I get something interesting, but it was solely about um, reviewing coffee. And so I went and bought a whole bunch of coffees to review and they slowly went up and up, and up in strength. So I went and got all the standard stuff like Skull Crusher, if you've ever heard of it. That seems to be like a really big one on the market in terms right. of really strong coffees. Um, so I got espresso beans, I got coffees and all sorts up here. But the one, and I'm not, I, I don't get paid for this. Um, if anybody's wondering if I get advertising, I found a coffee that was insane and it's literally just called very strong coffee. So if, if Skull Crush has got like 350 milligrams of caffeine in it, how much do you reckon's in there, mate?
0: Oh mate, I don't even want to guess. 1300 one thousand
1: three hundred milligrams of caffeine per, I think it's hundred milliliters that they they average it out.
0: Wow, that's um I can, yeah. Yeah, I can see why that's still <laughs> got some in there. <laughs> so
1: this this is because I um been drinking coffee since I was what 13, 12, 13 something like that.
0: <laughs> you could say three or something. Three?
1: And three? <laughs> yeah, I don't um, I don't have ADHD. I have caffeine. Um yes. Yeah, so I got I got load, loads of coffee always. I, I don't know. I could bang on about coffee forever. But um yeah, I like it. And I think I'm one of those where I've just drunk it so much that I like the taste. Um, whereas, let's face it, nobody likes the taste of coffee. Uh, you just you're just addicted to the caffeine content. And then energy drinks came out, and that was a mistake. Oh God.
0: Yeah, they are. I, I, I I'm a nightmare for those because what I'll generally do is I'll I'll stop completely, mm. and then I, what usually happens is I get ill, and then I think, oh come on, I've got to keep functioning. I've got to keep functioning. I can't, you know. Uh, happened last week. I managed to dodge them last week. Um, I didn't manage to get through without having any, but I'll have one because I knew it had set me off. And then that's it. It's like, oh, I'll have another one two days later, and then I'll have another one a day later, and then the next thing you know, it's back on the whole. Yeah, constant, constant. And oh, um, then you're they're taking they're them much. to the tail, and you're thinking, oh, I shouldn't be doing
1: this. I shouldn't be doing this. They know yeah. what they so you you buy the individual ones. They're what a pound and fifty pound thirty nine mm. whatever. You buy a pack of four. It's basically works out as a quid each. And they are yeah. always always on sale. It's like no, that's the regular price. Sales are absolute rubbish. Um, yeah. And so you buy. I don't know about you, but if you buy a pack of four and you put it in the car or wherever, um, it's gone within two days. It's like I've just had four <laughs> in two days. Whereas normally that at least at least be one a
0: day. Um, yeah. 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 So I, I I just try and stay away from them. But I mean we. I know you do. We work wonky hours, don't we? Yeah. So, I mean, you don't sleep at all, from what I can make out. So, uh,
1: very quick day. Uh, I'll get up in the morning, take the kids to school because it's nice as martial arts instructors. We don't have to, don't have to do anything in the morning. We can, we don't have to. Um, and then I'll do admin and work during the day, um, building the business, advertising, all that great stuff. Um, and then I'll go and teach in the afternoon slash evening. Uh, some of my locations are an hour, hour and 20 minute drive. So I'll drive home.
0: Wow. That's, I didn't realize Yeah, it was
1: that I, far. I, I live in Wiltshire and I uh, teach in uh, Newberthatch and Basingstoke and Cowan. And thankfully, I'm not going to be doing it, but we're ending up in Birmingham soon because um, I don't fancy the two to three hour commute, but um, <laughs> <laughs> don't really fancy it. But um, by the time I get home on a regular day, it's what, 10, 11 o'clock, depending on traffic. And uh, I'll sit down, finish off a couple of emails, and then I'll play video games. <laughs> and I, ah. that's my downtime, man. So, and I'll play video games until I want to say midnight, but it's more like two a.m. Um, so, and then I'll get up again wow. at seven,
0: seven thirty, get the kids to school, rinse and repeat. Love it. That's, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing as well is everyone's different. I, I go through periods where I don't really need much sleep, and then. And then it catches up with me and I need a lot. <laughs> I've must admit, I've noticed as I've
1: gotten older, I do need more sleep. And so there'll be periods of time where I'm like, no, I, I can't. I can't do that. I've just got to get to bed as soon as I go home at a decent hour, which for me is like yeah. 11 or midnight.
0: You reach the afternoon nap stage. yet? Oh, yes, mate. Oh, they're amazing. <laughs>
1: I love them. So if I if I finished all my work in the morning, I'll have a nap sometime around one because I've got to leave the house at three to get to class on time and it's beautiful (laughs) there's nothing
0: worse than when you fall asleep when you're not expecting it and then you wake up and you're in that panic stage of what (laughs) time is it what day is it you know what year is it why 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 have I been asleep is it the next day did I miss an entire you know it's awful I hate that feeling I hate
1: it it's, it's actually I've gotten I'm so in love with my afternoon naps that when Somebody tries to book me in for something during the day <laughs> I actually take it into account Can I work this around My nap So it's like oh Mr. H what? can you come in And do like a um, an assembly Or a PE lesson I'm like what's the time
0: Is it in the morning <laughs> Oh wow well, that's just, It was just me but hey ho no, I think th- we're all think, getting old. I think,
1: I think if we were honest, uh, I think there's a lot of martial arts instructors out there who uh, who would enjoy, if they can, because I know that not everybody does it full time, but who would very much either admit to the fact that they do it or they would enjoy the prospect of being able to have an
0: afternoon nap. <laughs> oh, wow. So um, just trying to keep some sort of semblance of uh, martial arts to these podcasts. <laughs> um, I noticed that you obviously Coffee. you mentioned now that you're open in Birmingham. Yeah. How's that come about then? Well,
1: um, essentially, I, I'm working my way into a position, have been for a while, where we're, we want to make sure that we open up in other locations. The whole, the whole point of me doing this on my own in the first place was to make sure that the systems and everything that we do, either we teach to other schools and other schools have me in and learn the systems and they take them and they, they'll change them, which is great because you've got to personalise whatever. And that's one way of doing it. And you've been there. Loads of others have been there. It's like um, seminars and days where you go and visit schools or you you're booked in for events and you teach you what it is that you're you're known for. So that's one way of doing it. Um, And the other way of doing it is just teach your own instructors and open up, Um, because one of the things I wanted to make sure that we did was have martial arts as a viable career yeah because what, what i've noticed is that you'll get you'll get a lot of like um pop-up clubs and what i mean by that is they'll pop up the instructors are whatever they are i'm not going to criticize or, or or say they're amazing or terrible or whatever they are what they are but um so we've got one day here or you want to go 30 minutes up the road, We can do it another day over there. So a lot of people doing it like part time, which is mm-hmm. where the industry from what I could always tell as a kid, that's where it came from. You know, your school in your local area would operate maybe three days a week. Um, I think it's only in the last decade or two that, people have really got like, I can make a living out of this. Yeah. And so I'm seeing a lot of these really good, like really good instructors um, coming in. They've been doing it since they were like, like the, the gentleman in Birmingham, he's been doing martial arts since he was um, eight years old. He's been it for 12 years. The dude's like a phenomenal martial artist, but some people uh, in this industry lack the business where, like the know-how and and how to get started. So it's like, well, yeah. if we can solve that problem, um and that's essentially what we're doing it's not franchising because we actually employ these people um so we pay their tax and they get a wage um and so i wanted to be able to provide an opportunity to teach the younger and it sucks for me to say this because i've always been the younger generation until recently <laughs> <laughs> because i'm i'm only i'm 38 in a few months like 2 or 3 months but I think that's gotten to the point. It's, it's like the tipping point for me. So I'm not, I'm not the younger generation anymore, Chris. Oh, Wild wow. um,
0: tipster <laughs> But
1: it's it's about looking at these twenty year olds going. They could be really good career martial artists. Um, and at that age, you've got a choice to make. so like, do you want to teach or do you want to compete? You can do both. Um, but one usually kind of takes more time than the other. And so the other one tends to suffer. And so for those that wanted to teach us like, well, let's teach them all of what we do, employ them so that they actually get a stable wage. The way mm. that we get that wage is because it's my responsibility to A, teach them how to market their school whilst they're learning, but also to use my resources to market their school. So they've got the students to pay their flipping wage because that's, yeah. That's the hardest thing is that I've been there before. I think a lot of martial artists have It's like you get to a certain number and you don't know what the problem is, but you struggle to get beyond that number. For me, it was 100. I couldn't get past. I had 99, then 101, then 93, and it just went back and forth for months over that like 100 marker and I couldn't get past it. Um, And this is what. We're kind of doing for them. It's like you need to get to a certain number to make sure that we can pay your wages. We're going to keep you at that number. Whilst you're there enjoying and learning how to teach properly and getting it all done and becoming great at running your school, um we're going to teach you how to do essentially what it is that we're doing. And then because you're employed, and I might get a bit of flack for this, if you decided to turn around one day and say, look, Damien, it's been an amazing opportunity. I don't want to teach under you anymore. I want to go do it alone. I'm like, cool. Okay crack on um and then they open up on their own it's like that's gonna happen everybody's been through it and if you haven't it's coming if you teach others or you know if you franchise or if you uh employ or whatever it is that you do everybody goes through it um and so we've just got it from the beginning it's like well if you want to go and do your own thing fine um we'll facilitate a way to get that done it is what it is it's the same as like um I don't know, software engineer, you go work for Microsoft and you decide you don't like it. What do you do? You leave your job. Well, they're not going to be like, well, you can't go and open up, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, why are we doing the same thing? Just just let them get on with it. So that's yeah, it what we it's, do. A, it's,
0: that's cool. It's definitely a, a martial arts, I don't know, pride, ego. It's um, just an old school mentality that it's, no, no, no. If you're my instructor or my student, then you can only... <laughs> Ever do this for me for the rest of time in reincarnation and everything, you know. Um and there's this constant fear, isn't there, that if another martial arts school opens near you that it's gonna in some way impact you beyond but it's not true. I mean, no. I remember I remember a time when I my school was the only full-time school in the area. There was there was no others. And then one by one, others opened, and I think at our busiest, at our peak was actually when there were probably the most active full-time schools in the area mm. when we were at our busiest so nice. the two don't i mean if you if you go into the, the the metrics go into the numbers and look at how many people actually live in your area versus how yes. many of those people you could actually realistically service you there's no way there's so the, our competition is you know the football clubs and the dance centers and the the Xbox and the YouTube and Netflix. It's not 100%. 100% your biggest competition is
1: the sofa. That's yeah. it's, it's, it's that simple. Because if 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 a child or an adult wants to do football, then they're never even going to look in your direction. It's no. never going to happen. Um, you can market to them as much as you want. It's like if somebody came up to me and said, hey, would you like to do... Uh, basketball. I was like, dude, I'm five foot six. I've never looked into it. I'm never going to look into it. So you just don't waste your money. It's the same thing. Um, and like I've actually trained, (laughs) uh, I've trained my competition. And what I mean by that is there is a school in one of my areas who teaches kids. And the only reason that they started teaching kids is because I went into their organization to teach their instructors how to teach kids properly. And I knew what they were doing because they were very open and honest about it. And when they said, look, we're going to open up in your area. I'm like, great, do it. Um, They're doing well. We're doing well. But you've hit the nail on the head. In like one of my smaller areas, uh, take uh, the town as an example. There are 18-ish thousand people. Now, you discount everybody that's, you know, um, never going to join. So, I don't know, like people who are 90-odd or whatever or people who are like, Eighteen months. You take away the population that you physically can't teach, and then you are still you're still left with, I don't know, as a as a low estimate, you're left with six thousand people that you can you can teach. And so I can't teach six thousand people in a single area at best five days a week, um, with a full time centre and a full time team. Maybe, maybe I could teach six to eight hundred, and that's. stupid Daggering numbers. I know some people who are up there with full-time centers, but their full-time centers are massive I'm talking Mm -hmm. about small town. So Mm -hmm. I can teach maybe Let's say full-time 30. I can teach someone the reason of 150 to 200 people in a full-time town um, making really good money that still leaves (laughs) 5,000 plus people that I say competition is just a it's a fallacy mate um, and it, it drives me nuts. The and it I is. think the time that you were busiest is when you were like you had loads of competitions because everybody's marketing, so yeah. people know about martial arts. It's brilliant, exactly. Bring on the exactly. Competition.
0: No, that's it, it's true. And I mean, you, you go into any of these sort of newer um commercial estates where they've you know they're popping up all over the place, and they'll have like a Taco Bell, they'll have a Burger King, they'll have a McDonald's, they'll have the and they're all busy, but they'll attract the people that like them because you know there's there's only one version of my school well there were well you get the point there's only one version of your school although you have multiple schools they'll all operate in a similar way and the people that like those will go to you and the people that don't like those will go to the other ones and absolutely it, it's not competition is it really it's
1: competition in our industry it does exist, but it's not each other. And it really annoys me when people are like, oh, and to be fair, I have noticed over the 12, 13 years that I've been teaching that it's kind of less and less, like over a decade ago, people were like keeping everything to themselves and it was all a bit mm. secretive. Um, fast forward to today, it's a lot less like that, like a lot of martial artists and schools are sharing what they do. Um And it's the only way that anybody's going to be successful is is like every industry, every industry trains each other. Um, Do you end up swapping instructors from time to time? Yeah, of course you do. Like I may have an instructor leave me and go join a whole different organization. Fine. Mm -hmm. It just means that what they were offering is more what they want and what I'm offering is not what they want. It's the same with students. Like if I get somebody who. It's like, oh, I want, I want, I've had it before I want MMA and i smash about And it's like, well, that's cool, dude, we're, we're not for you um, We specialize in kids and families We do have an adult program, but it's only a couple of days a week Whereas, you know, the family program's five days a week We specialize in wholeheartedly different things um, I still get people who are like, oh, I want to do kickboxing And I'm like, well, we're not a kickboxing club But you're welcome to come along and, and see what it is that we do Because it's not, the style never has been it, well, it maybe is for two to five percent of people who are like, "Oh, I want to do karate." So I have people come up and say, "I would like to do karate." I was like, "Well, we're not a karate school, but come along and see if it's something you enjoy." And when they come along, nine times out of ten, they'll sign yeah. up because it's not the style; it's the instructors it's, yeah, and the
0: environment. Yeah. Always has been. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it's not they're they're asking for what they think they want rather yes. than they don't actually know what they want. They just put a name to it that they've seen. Yeah, well, I've seen this karate thing on TV and. That's that's what I want to do. And it's like, well, they've not actually been watching karate the whole time. They've been watching whatever it is. And it's just no. It's just yeah, exactly. It's um it's a funny old game. <laughs> it's fair it. to say. It's constantly changing as well. There's always um oh, I don't want to say challenges, but there's 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 new things come along. Like I I remember I've been doing this long enough now to remember like all the fads that go through from your your Tybos to your Power Rangers to your <gasps> you know, Power and there's Ranger. always something I was never a Power Rangers kid ever. <gasps> yeah, but you're older than me. It's all right. It's allowed. I, I remember when it came out. I was, I was, I think over here anyway. I think I was a teenager. In fact, I was, and it was on, and I recorded it, and I sat and watched it, and I was like, "Why does this exist? <laughs> <laughs> what is this?"
1: I think why. <laughs> I think the Power Rangers came out in '92, which would have made me somewhere in the ballpark of seven or eight. So I was the perfect age for Power Rangers, um, and and it was amongst some eighties films I probably should not have been watching. It was that and Power Rangers that got me into martial arts. I was hook, line, and sinker. Really? Yeah, man, I loved it. I I used to spend, uh i don't know how much time in my bedroom after having watched an episode of power rangers just copying the techniques and jumping about and trying to do hook kicks and all sorts of stuff and catching <laughs> my ankle on the furniture because i couldn't judge my distance and cracking my head open on stuff because i was you know i'm copying from tv it's like trying to learn only from youtube it's it's never going to work particularly great um but that's that's what got me into it in the first place it's like, i want to learn this stuff Love it which one were you then Cool. I was I identified most with Billy, the Blue Ranger. Because mm. I was always a nerd, and when I was a kid, um I'd lacked any confidence and he was always the one who seemed unsure of himself.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just,
1: you know, and he he was never really um the front man to anything, but he had all those like abilities and, and the, the the intelligence, and so he was actually like one of the OP Power Rangers. But he never realized it. So I, I'm not saying I'm OP, that's ridiculous. But I identified with the fact that he was a bit of a nerd and didn't like put himself forward. So for me I was I was always always the Blue Ranger. And what's even better is I think for the thirtieth anniversary, yeah. um, Blue Rangers come back.
0: Yeah. Billy's back I, I haven't, I haven't seen any of the new stuff. I, 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 I wanted to watch it because everyone was talking about new Power Rangers. And I thought, well, I didn't watch old Power Rangers, so I'll probably just be as disturbed by it as I was when I was twelve. <laughs>
1: yeah, the acting you know is what mean? Bad. The acting is not much better. But my kids are the right age. So my, my daughter is eight, and my son is five. So they're the perfect Again, they're the perfect age. um So thirty years, thirty-ish years later, and uh, they're now watching what daddy. Used to watch when he was that's so right? cool. When you can do that, yeah, man. Especially now because it's all on Netflix. Like all the Power Rangers, well, most of them used to be, but I think they're, they're all on Netflix or they were at one point. Um, so they're they're watching the 30th anniversary like TV series and all this that, and the other. And so, I showed them the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Didn't like that at all. They're like, Dad, it's it because it's it's a it's a box. It's not widescreen. It's really grainy. Mm. It's like it's terrible. Even like by back then standards, it, it's
0: not aged well. Ooh, every <laughs> episode was the same as well. That's the bit that I awesome. didn't get. Every episode is the same thing comes to the planet, they fight it, the thing gets big, they get in the robot, they trash the same city every week. I mean, now they build they rebuild that city every week to get trashed <laughs> again, and every episode is the same every time. I'm like, it's, it's, it's like, um, uh, it's like Marvel, isn't it? It's like
1: every single Marvel film for the longest <laughs> period of time was Big Bad comes in. The Avengers or whatever the superhero of the week is has to save the day. And there's usually some big beam of light that's from the sky <laughs> down to the earth. And oh no, we've got to stop this MacGuffin from blowing everything up, or as I it, it, it's you've also
0: it's just explained every Transformers film there as well, <laughs> haven't you?
1: Love it. But funnily enough, and this is this is this is why. Um this is why they did it. And it, it I don't know if they knew this or whether they found it out by accident, but if you ever teach your your classes exactly the same to the little ones every week, you as an instructor will probably get bored. But I've had it where people are like, I don't know why, but my young classes are the busiest. I'm like, what do you do? I, was like, oh, I just do the same thing every week. It's like, that's why, because the little ones like routine because they feel yeah. safe. So the TV series can't be too different every week. Otherwise, you lose your audience, and your audience is, let's face it, like seven-year-olds,
0: uh, yeah, uh,
1: age. Um So that's that's why they're all the same. Not only that, but it's lazy writing. Uh, they couldn't be bothered.
0: <laughs> but yeah, and and, and the, the earlier stuff, the vast majority of it was just regurgitate Japanese footage with some yeah. extra stuff thrown in there just to pacify the American audience because ooh, we can't, we couldn't possibly show them the the original footage dubbed. We'd have to, get, you know, they wouldn't accept foreign actors. Yeah, well, just the sad that, times yeah. that were back then.
1: Back in the nineties, you know, we we as an audience couldn't hack it. Apparently, um, God, I've been watching no. subtitle stuff since I don't know how long. Um, but yeah, it's like going back to the movie because w- I said before I came on, it's like I don't know what I'm going to talk about because I don't have the same like movie influences, and I got thinking about it. So actually, no, it's just that we're slightly slightly different generations. So you're correct me if I'm wrong. A lot of
0: it's Bruce Lee. Oh no, I, I was never in Bruce Lee. No, no, never, never. No, never, I've never been a Bruce. No, I've never been a Bruce Lee fan. I, career, it hasn't taken off <laughs> uh, no has for that. I I've never been a Bruce Lee fan. No, uh, and people are always like, oh, oh, surely you must like me. I've got some Bruce Lee films. Just yeah. you know, by default, I have to. A, what's I'm your so biggest? Like,
1: what's your biggest era of of influence from like films and
0: stuff? Um, if in general, or are we talking?
1: Uh, let, let's go, let's go general because I I find like Star Trek easy peasy. Yeah, we yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, that yeah, occasionally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. not the original series because it's the wrong. Occasionally, all the time. Occasionally, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> As I get a message from Chris, or Chris will get one from me. It's like, hey bro, you're watching Picard. Come on, dude." Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, no, yeah. I, I cancelled my subscription because I don't watch anything else other than Star Trek on Paramount TV Plus Plus." Um, and yeah, I I got my prescri- um I got the subscription back purely so I could chat about it with you. No, it
0: is it is a prescription. Huh? It is a prescription. I thought prescription- you nearly said prescription. It is could for I me. It is, a, subscription- it is a prescription. Is no, it is for me. It is literally <laughs> like a medication. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get my daily dose of Star Trek and I'm all right is, with the like, world then. You you talk to a Trekkie,
1: there's a very clear cut, right? The next generation is what got me in, or Deep yeah. Space Nine, or the original series. And I find that with films, like there's a there's a was it the
0: seventies, the eighties, the nineties, like martial
1: arts for eighties. Yes, mate.
0: Eighties <laughs> without a doubt. I mean, I was born in eighty. Um, and it's not that I didn't watch any 70s films, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I have vivid memories of, you know, your Goonies and your mm. um, Big Trouble in Little China, um, that sort of era of films, which um, we, we 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 remember them as we saw them as little kids. And I remember I once co- I convinced my wife and my stepdaughter to watch Big Trouble in Little China because it was the best thing ever. And then I'm sat watching it with them, with their they've got very confused looks on their faces, and I'm thinking this has not aged well. No, it hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this being infinitely better than this, and it it no. <laughs> There's people out there screaming right now, but what I would say to those people is go and watch it now again and yeah. see if you remember it being as good as you remembered it to be 20 years ago it's really not aged well for for, for nostalgia
1: all. it's brilliant absolutely oh, yeah. but in, in terms of like if you take it on the merits of it as just a film it's not great um <laughs> and that's putting it politely but for me it was um it was like the van damme and yeah i hate to say it now for martial arts but, um yeah oh big time van Dam, and um Steven Seagal were my two biggest influences as a kid, and one of them
0: has aged well, and the other one, not so much. No, there's nothing wrong with being a fan of Steven Seagal's early films. His early films were awesome. I mean, Uh, the guy couldn't run. Oh, yeah, the guy couldn't run. His run was the weirdest run you've ever seen uh, in a person. It's the strangest run, but his early films were awesome, and his acting in his early films was actually okay. I think it's because he was trying. It was actually she was constantly angry.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, but that was just kind of his default character. Um, yeah. And people people will criticize um, some actors who who have not made it. I'm like, whatever. Uh, so, oh, they only play the same characters like, yeah, but if you look at all of the actors who oh. have made it, they do the same thing. Point in case, Tom Cruise. He plays the yeah. same character in the same way in every movie. It just so happens that his movies took off um, yeah. in, in like a big way, and it's like. Actors yeah, it's flow, um. They stick what's to his
0: it. name? Oh God, I'm terrible with names. Um, Deadpool bloke. Um, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, he's the same in every film. Yeah, same in everything. I've seen a couple of
1: like more smaller independent films with him in, and, and again, you know, ev- there's exceptions to every rule, and he's he's actually really good in them. Um, but he tends to, you know, sticks in his lane, which I think for a career is something you kind of have to do, unless you're going to make a career out of being different in every role. Yeah. Like, um, oh, he's retired now. Daniel Day Lewis is a yeah. prime example of that. He's different in every movie. So you've got to do one or the other. So, if, I mean, this is me who's never made a movie in my life. They, yeah, they don't take my advice. But you tend to find that it's either you're the same in everything or you're different
0: in everything. And those tend to be like the two biggest trajectories for a career. Yeah. Um, uh, but, Jackie Chan's yeah. the same. He's the same in all oh, 500 films he's ever made. He's yep. literally just Jackie Chan in every film. Same dude. <laughs> same like... dude.
1: But yeah, yeah, yeah they point- went
0: through a period where they actually just called him Jackie in his films for a while as well, just to make <laughs> it easy for the audience. So like, we may as well just get rid of this wall and just—it's it's Jackie Chan in the film, and that's who he is right. in the film. Let's not even bother giving him a, his character a name. It um, <laughs> just lives in a different place and has a slightly different life, but it's the same guy in every film. Love yeah, it. there was a period in the late late nineties where when when they dubbed his films, they just called him Jackie. They just yeah. called his character because it was easier. But like, well, everyone knows who he is, so we'll just. Just called yeah. Jackie. Yeah, like I Tom know. Cruise and that, Mission brilliant. Impossible. Yeah, it's just like, hey, it's Tom. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, yeah, a
1: Scientology dude. Is it? Yeah, we know who you are, Tom. It's all good, man.
0: Hey, I tell you, on, on the subject of films, I'll tell you what I stumbled upon the other day. Well, I didn't stumble upon it. I knew it existed. I just it, it, you know you have those films in your need to watch list. Yes. And then you just never get around to watching them. Uh, many. Well, I watched the I watched the first equalizer film the other day. The Denzel Denzel yeah. i would never seen it before. And I was I watched it going, how the did I miss this? What do you think Slightly of it? Slightly John Wick esque sort of. It was cool. Yeah, it was. I, yeah. I, I all I could think of whenever I saw the title was the, the original TV series.
1: Yeah, I see. Like, I never caught the
0: original series, so I've got no got no frame of no, context. I, my dad used to watch it. I used to remember. He's like, "Oh, i watching this again." <laughs> and I, but yes, yeah, so I, I just never got around to watching it. And I was like, "This is really it's very basic, but just so very cool." And yeah. then I immediately watched the second one and now i've seen that there's a third one out in the cinema right now which is just like that's weird how that's yeah, that's dropped um, to be fair i'd probably seen an advert subconsciously i'd not realized I'd i probably down to, to the first one and when's the first one to yeah. watch it um but i was like how i don't i don't even understand how i missed that i completely missed it that's yeah, a good series i think um i think one
1: and two like so many of them are one and two are quite different oh yeah um and and what upsets me is that people tend to go like if something is too different, then they like, oh it's worse than the original. It's yeah. like mm, no. Um it's 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 not worse. It it is a whole different story and a different approach. And I think people like Alien and Aliens is like one of the mm. best examples. One is a horror sci-fi and the other one is an outright action sci-fi. Yeah. So you can't compare them, but they're different enough that people don't really compare them. Whereas something yeah. like Equalizer and Equalizer 2, it's the same thing. One yeah. is a much more slow burn kind of thriller, and the other one is almost an out-and-out action. So, but I, and I think they're both brilliant. Um, But it's just, you know, people sometimes don't like difference and change. And so the second films often get a bit of a bad rep. Yeah, I think the
0: Matrix, the fourth Matrix film got that. I, I think everybody was expecting was I, I think it's I think it was a really good film as well. Yeah. It, it, I remember watching it thinking this isn't what I expected. Um and I think a lot of people watched that and were like, this isn't well, they're not fighting everybody all the time and <laughs> it's not and blah, blah. but it it I, it was it was clever. It was yeah. you know the whole the whole thing that he's creating the computer game which is the real world but it's not the real world, really? and it, I thought, oh yeah, this is so clever. Um and I think that just threw people off because it was too different. Yeah, um, I agree. And they didn't, they were like, no, no, I need my Matrix 1, 2, and 3, where it's all whew, whew, bullet time and brain <laughs> shades and slipped back hair and long black jackets and motorbikes. But the problem um, is, is that if,
1: if I guarantee you, if they'd gone back and done that, then the criticism wouldn't be that it's too different. The criticism would be, we've waited 20 years for basically the same film. Uh, could yeah. you not come up with anything different? It's like, yeah. yeah. Uh, as it turns out, they did, and they still got criticized. So the problem is, and I think this is why, uh, now, which one was it? Lana or. Which would, which of the Wachowskis made the fourth one? Can you remember? Oh, no, I can't. To be fair. Anyway, there's only one this time instead of two. And yeah, I think yeah. the reason that that Wachowski, I can't remember, I apologise, um, made it was because Warner Brothers basically said, look, you can come back and make it, or we're going to make it anyway without you. And they were like, well, we may as well make it. It's not going to be what you want. Mm. Um, and, you know, it was super different and lots of people didn't like it. My wife and I both watched it in the cinema. And then we looked at each other afterwards and we're like, really good, really different not 100% sure how I yeah. how that sits with me. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. after a few days of thinking it through because I like to think about stuff after I've watched it, I said like, actually it was really clever and and I appreciated the the direction they went with it because they could have they could have just recycled like whatever from 20 years ago made almost exactly the same film because we know that Keanu Reeves can still do it because he's making mm. the John Wick movies and he's kicking mm. absolute backside. But mm. yeah, it would just been oh I've, I've already seen this movie. It was called The Matrix.
0: So, John John Wick for them. What were you? Uh, you like I I haven't seen it. Okay, I've uh, seen one, two, and three.
1: I'm really pumped for four because you've got so many good people in it, and yeah. I really, really want to see how. Um, um oh, he's not going to forgive me. It's on the tip of my tongue. The uh, British actor in the fat suit. What's his name? Uh, Scott Kins. Yes, thank you, Scott Atkins. I want to see how Scott Atkins is because Scott Atkins is a character. I uh, I can't wait to see how he plays some Russian mafia boss dude, like hamming it up. So I'm I'm looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, he's he's no, he's good. He's good in it. Um, it's it's uh oh, wow. Um, <laughs> it's a good start. Wow. I'm trying to I'm trying to yeah I'm trying to put it into to words. Like it is both incredibly impressive and bit disappointing if I'm honest for me because uh, I, I went into it so everybody was going oh wow it's this and it's that it's this and it's that and it's oh, it's brilliant it's this but I I just found some of it a little bit um monotonous I, <laughs> I was a bit like oh, I was like yeah oh, you've been fighting for five minutes now could we yep come in do something else please yeah know, which for a guy who likes fight films is maybe surprising but it's it was just a bit too. I mean, Donny Ian's awesome in it, and I mean, I've I've heard the the suggestion that they might be making some spin-offs based on his character. Which yeah, they if are, they were um, to do, would ball, be amazing. Ballerina with Ana de Armas. Yeah, his his character in it was amazing. Nice. Um, and they did set it up really well, actually. I won't, I won't, support, there's no spoilers, but they, they, they set it up really well for that option to exist if they want. But like in true movie format, they do that with so many films. They set it up for a spin off and then just do nothing with it. And you're that like, happens. why are you not yeah. doing anything with these characters? Do something with them. Um, but yeah, it, it's, each film's a bit different. But we got to also take into account is there's, what was the first film? 2004. 13 14 i yeah. got it right Make of check i, I, I want to say 2014 yeah it's and then you go i mean you got to go i mean it's a long time um and and the, the 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 fights the pacing of the fight i don't know whether it's just the way they shot it or or it was choreographed that way it, it's just it seems it's just a bit more sort of i don't want to say lethargic but <laughs> I don't know. It it there was just something about it that wasn't quite right, and I couldn't put yeah. my finger on it. And I didn't I didn't enjoy it as much. Um, I don't know whether it was just because I was fatigued from the first three. Um, <laughs> maybe it happens. Yeah, I mean, look, look I was at at Mar- a bit like yeah. all that jazz. I don't hate it, but I wasn't I wasn't like, Yeah, this is brilliant. Watch it again straight away. I mean, I went out and bought it as minute it came out because I couldn't have three on my shelf and not have four. I'm looking at it right so in
1: So of- glad you said that. It's not just me. Oh, thank God even if i hate a film if it's part oh, of yeah. a series i have to buy it i've got yeah it's got to be in my dvd collection and kids for those of you who don't know dvd is this little disc type thing that you used to put <laughs> into stuff i know that you download all your stuff these days um, yes mate uh, it's yeah. making a comeback physical format is making a comeback i think it's because some of these larger companies are not looking too hot right now um, Because they're losing stock shares and, and what have you. And people have finally realized that if the companies go under, nobody owns anything. You own the rights to stream, but you don't own the physical copy. It's like, yeah. I play a lot of video games. I have Xbox and PC. I've purchased games through the store rather than the physical copy. Maybe the last like eight games. If Microsoft, hopefully it doesn't happen, but if Microsoft ever went bankrupt, I could never play those games again. Because yeah. I don't own the game. I only own the licensing rights to stream that game or download it to the hard drive. But if the company goes under,
0: I've lost everything. Yeah. No, it's true. And you would you were instances of people like losing their games catalogues and stuff, don't yeah. you? With stuff like that. I mean, I actually on that, I used to play a game. There might be other people out there that are used to play this. I used to play a game on a PC called H1Z1, which is like a a zombie survival game and i and used to play in clans with people from all around the world it was so cool like little communities and you'd build your base and fight the zombies and stuff and then the company that owned that went bust and the game just disappeared over like yeah. it, they just switched the servers off um and then it went and it just that was it. it was gone and all the money people had plowed into it gone all gone all gone
1: yep. yeah it's like um starfield. i've just just sort of bought starfield and that's weird So, uh, But if if it ever came off Game Pass Or if Microsoft ever went under Or if um, I don't know if it would actually work there But let's say that for some reason Microsoft sold off ZeniMax and Bethesda Starfield yeah. might end up going with them I would lose the ability to play it Because I don't own the game
0: Yeah, yeah it's weird isn't it It's a, yeah. lot of, a lot of that sort of stuff I mean I, I went through a period of stopping buying films Because I have too, I'm looking at them now I have too many um, and now I actually have them stacked on top of the the shelves. Like yes, the, mate. The, yeah, the, the double stacking. <laughs> Same. Um, but I've just started buying them again, and a lot of it is down to companies, the likes of like 88 Films, like that. People are they're, they're starting to make really smart, nice box sets. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna get one now. Little plug. I might be able to get a deal out of this. I? <laughs> I don't think I've got. I don't like, think I've got any. Well, this DVD sort of stuff, there. like so. I'm getting this one because I'm I'm in it. For about thirty seconds, um, but like *Dragons*, like *Dragons Forever*, I've got this. I own this hey. film. About, I've got it on VHS, VCD, DVD, Blu-ray, but they're they're just yeah, they're just packaged really nicely with loads of little extras and things in. Like you get like. Nice uh, books and yeah, this loads of cool. photos
1: in there too. And also, what I miss from when DVD first came out, because they were trying to obviously, it's like, hey, we got DVD. Yeah, we know it's twice the price of a VHS, but we really want you to buy them. So they used to pack them with like behind the scenes and trailers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love all of that stuff. You buy it online, it's like you're lucky if you get like a twenty minutes after the credits where they're like, well, we should probably do something because DVD's not a format anymore. I miss all the extras. Like I have watched. I don't know how many DVDs with the director's commentary on because I want to hear yeah. what the cast and crew's got to say about the the making of it process. Yeah. Like, I love all that.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, it is good fun. It was I did a little interview for this one. I was about oh sweet about thirty seconds, and I'm I'm on the back. I was so excited because I'm like this is one of my most favourite films ever from a kid. Nice. And as somebody um, approached me and said oh will you do like a little interview for it and i was like yeah yeah so i recorded loads of stuff <laughs> and then they used literally about 30 seconds but i'm like i can still say a minute and my name's oh, on the yeah. back <gasps> amongst about seven thousand other names they're all names in that Who white place you're on there and i'm like my name's <laughs> nice like, yeah. yeah baby um, but um yeah it's it's interesting I, I i've started buying a lot of stuff again i've actually got behind my one. The- I've had to cover it all up because it's all messy with the flags over there. Oh but yeah. I've got uh, I've got two VHS players. And the reason I've got two is so that when one breaks, I've got another yeah. one to go because those things are freaking expensive to buy now if you want to get one. Um, well, but you'll appreciate this. I've I've got a VHS
1: player as well, and one of the one of my uh, inst- instructors gifted it to me. So they've got uh-huh. you know uh, the next not not the VHS player the 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 VHS. So I've got um, a Borg cube. Wow. With uh, VHS tapes in there, and it has all the next generation episodes that have the Borg in oh, them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it's, it's it's packaged in a Borg cube. It's it's sat on my shelf. I'm like, oh.
0: Well, there's something there's about there's something about watching some films in VHS that's just they're just better. Yeah, like they were they were they were shot. They were obviously um, edited without that. with VHS yeah. in mind with yeah. that four three ratio. They were they were that's how so they're just they're just better. I think one of the best films that you can keep on VHS, and this is why
1: I have the VHS and the DVD and the Blu-ray is Leon. Oh yeah. Leon's an amazing film as it is anyway, but I will prefer to watch it on VHS than DVD because on DVD understandably they've cleaned it all up. It looks lovely, but it I, I think it's more enjoyable when it's a bit more gritty as it was meant to be um Mm. and so i i will watch it on vhs over dvd any day i just i love the format and the way that it's
0: it's done because it was it was meant for that format yeah definitely without a doubt and (laughs) i get that question of people like why have you got the same film five times well it's different (laughs) yes it is because the vcd version is the original cantonese version so it's actually five minutes longer and it's this and it's that and it's like this and i don't i don't i never sit and watch all the different versions i just like (laughs) to own them all so i've got them all i've got i've literally got about five different versions of rumble in the bronx Nice. In fact, I just went out and bought a new... Well, it's not even new. It's the same cut, but it's a Blu-ray copy because I've never owned a Blu-ray copy of it. Um, and so I got the VHS, VCD, Blu-ray, DVD. <laughs> I haven't got a Laserdisc version. In fact, I, <gasps> I have got Laserdiscs under my under my desk. Now, I don't, but they were massive, weren't they? Yeah, they're huge. Yeah. Huge discs. I've got them. They're actually under my desk. I'll show nice. you some later, actually. <laughs> <after
1: you>. It's <laughs> like when, um, when your Star Trek stuff got accidentally thrown away. <laughs> oh, mate, don't even... Dude, I mean, I know that you're kind of over it Because you've told me I'm beyond it But every time I think about it It hurts me
0: So for those people that don't know this story um, <laughs> I moved house I move. I moved personally a lot Sort of 2021 20, No, sorry, 20, 2001 to 2003 I sort of moved Around a lot um, I know it'd be before then, be late 90s Actually, and So I had all my stuff, like In storage and and all that And then my mum was like What do you want me to do with all this Star Wars stuff And I'm like Well I've got a few little bits from when I was a kid Like a knackered Millennium Falcon And I'm like just give it to a charity shop She didn't mean Star Wars She gave all of Including if you remember The old um, models you used to be able to buy and make That now you buy them for like hundreds of pounds Because you can't get Yeah they all went Um, I had Action figures. I had. I managed to save some stuff. Thank God, it didn't all go. But yeah, the rest all went to some charity. Somebody, some kids somewhere probably got it for like a fiver. It was worth hundreds. Yeah. And it all went. It, just it just because <laughs> when I when I
1: was a kid, I never got any of that because my parents didn't like. Oh, we're not wasting money on stuff from TV is like if it doesn't you know doesn't really have a practical so I never got Power Rangers toys or Star Trek toys, woe is me, blah, blah, blah. First world problems. Um but when I hear that somebody did have all that and they lost it, it like it hurts me a lot.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. A lot. I, I managed to say I've got I managed to keep the majority of my books and a few things. But yeah, the rest of it went. Um which at the time I wasn't actually all that fussed because I'd kind of gone out of that window a little bit. It was a you know I was focused on Chasing my then girlfriend around and you know, training and sparring, and then you know, I wasn't bothered. And then, as I've got older and sort of got back into things again, I was like, Oh, it would be really nice to have still had all that stuff, have a little collection. And I wonder where yeah, it's yeah. all gone. So because I think once we, the, the, the closer you get to your 40s, the more you revert to being a child again. And you so want was, you want to read, being a kid, <laughs> yeah, you want to, re- you want to get back all that childhood stuff that you had. Um, yeah. I'm looking at my. I've got a unit over here now that is is covered in stuff from my from my childhood and uh, yeah. I think I know. It's just a thing we all go through, isn't it? A little bit. Totally. As I've,
1: uh, as my wife would say, wasted a lot <laughs> of money on a load of crap. So for those of you who obviously are not watching this, uh, listening, is that I just pan the camera over and I've got like loads of Fallout stuff. Uh, I've massive, noticed that. i a massive that... Fallout fan. Love okay. it. I've played one, two, I've played them all Cut to the chase Um, So yeah, I've got bubbleheads. I even went to um, a games convention in 2018 And it was just before they released Fallout 76 So everybody was very optimistic Nobody knew the pile of poop that that was going to be But um, they were giving loads of stuff away as well So I've got like Vault Boy masks and hats And all sorts of Fallout stuff And I've probably spent a pretty penny on some of it. Some of it's been donated to me Which is really (laughs) nice Like I've got a t51 power armor helmet there which would have cost a lot and i got that for free because my sister donated it to me as part of my collection but yeah i think as you get older you revert back to being a kid and start spending your money on toys which is why i can't wait until there's starfield merchandise because i'm gonna get all in on that so when the world goes to
0: shit you're the guy that's ready for it then by the sounds of it damn straight
1: I'm, oh, it's like any fanboy. Anybody who's a, a fanboy of zombie films uh, is like everybody reckons they can take on the zombie apocalypse. Oh, I'll be fine. I've got a I've got a stainless steel cheap katana here, and I'm like, Dude, you'll be the first one to go. <laughs> so I'm I'm that dude. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'm gonna survive. It's like, no, nah, you're in the first wave. You're done. You're you're over with. <laughs> You're a zombie prank. <laughs> you're a zombie. It's like you're way too confident. It's like you're never gonna survive the first wave. Just, but I've got a theory. Sorry about um, because I'm a huge zombie film fan. Like, okay, possibly a bit bigger than martial arts fan in terms of zombie films. Really, I didn't know. Yeah. That. Oh my god, I went through a phase with zombie films. I went back and got all the Romero stuff. I bought books okay. on the on the top. Like, I love them. And my, my, my theory is the reason that we will actually be fine in the UK compared to America is because we have a lot of double glazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's very yeah. true. You look in any zombie film and they are <laughs> busting through those windows. No problem. America needs double glazing. It's the only way they goes. Ooh, Whereas we need me... to start
0: making the house out of stuff full of them wood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that all about? Whereas I'm like, I'm up in my little office. I got double glazing.
1: It's a brick house. It's like zombie apocalypse comes. Yeah, I might run out of food, whatever. But um,
0: they're I'll never breaking coffee.
1: it Or coffee? No, I'll never run out of coffee. Jesus Not. No, no. I've got. I've got so much dotted about the house. Like that shelf there. That's nothing. Um, I'll run out of food before I run out of coffee. So um, yeah, we'll be right. America just needs to update their their windows. Basically, that's my
0: theory. <laughs> updating their windows yeah (laughs) in every way updating (laughs) windows that's the oh god bane of my life it's always with the most now actually now tell a lie i was in a grading uh the weekend and i would run everything it's technology so i've got all my ipads set up and the, the freaking things all updated at the same time didn't they oh no I'm like ah, sitting there, just 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 chill amongst yourselves whilst does I wait for this no, thing to do. <laughs> I,
1: I, I don't use Apple. I use Android and Windows. Does it not allow you to
0: postpone that update? Yeah, it does. And if you just keep doing it for long enough, it just goes. Nah, screw you. You've been oh, waiting. <laughs> what, 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 you're, what you're telling me is that you would postponed it so many times
1: it that it basically turn around and say, "Look, Chris, we're not running properly anymore. mate. we're we stuck in 2015.
0: Yeah, you need to
1: get with the times, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know because it's um, with like with the Apple, not excuse me, uh, with with the Samsung watches and stuff. They just say, "Do you want to postpone it until tonight?" And I was like, "Yeah." So all my stuff updates at two a.m. in the morning, Uh, which, which, yeah, which to be fair, because I'm up so late, I've been caught out by that a few times, and it's really annoyed me. I'm there doing something, and then two a.m. clocks in, it's like, "Bump," we're updating. I'm like, "No,"
0: because I'm still awake. (laughs) Uh, you, you you work on demo time, yeah. Just different from everybody else.
1: Like my TV is set so that it switches off automatically at three am, because I'll have the television on in the background to fall asleep to. Because I don't like uh, peace when I'm trying to sleep. I like peace when I'm relaxing, but not when I'm trying to sleep. I like a bit of background noise. Okay, and um, many a time I've been on Starfield recently, and it says your TV's about to switch off. No, 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 because it's three <laughs> a.m. I'm like, ah, I probably really should go to bed, go to sleep. Yeah. Wow. So, but I can't do that anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm rapidly approaching a stage where I, I can't. So I've got to stop it. It's stupid. I'm running <laughs> business, and I'm, I'm raising children, and how can I turn around to them and say? Well, you got to get to bed. you got to get some sleep. It's healthy for you. It's like, yeah, but dad, you stay up till 3 a.m. You make a good point.
0: You make a good point. <laughs> Actually, on the t- topic of running a business, a nice way to close it out. Um, what you got going on? Is there anything people can look out for or expect to see? Or, you know, this is the part where you can say something and you can look back at it in a year's time and go, I've done that. Or you go, mm, Yeah, you know, mm, that was wishful thinking. <laughs>
1: Uh, that's fair. So there, <laughs> there are a few things I'm working on um, at the moment, as there always are. Um, but I've actually gotten to the stage where I'm stepping back from all the projects because i got too much. So the things that we're doing at the moment is obviously um, launching more schools. That goes without saying. We spoke about it at the beginning. Um, but I'm also uh, building a little online uh, thing. I want to make it free. Uh, For as long as possible where it's kind of like uh, I suppose like a Facebook community is the closest thing to
0: Okay
1: to to bring it to it's not going to be on Facebook because I don't like Facebook Um, Where instructors can kind of go and talk about the problems that they're having with their either family classes Although I know that's kind of gone out of fashion Um, Family classes are very good for retention because you've got the parents in there who are keeping the kids going um, and they work together, it's really, really good. So I, I would recommend, but I've had a few people contact me saying that we don't do family classes. So w- how do we get that started? And the same with kids It's like, and so I thought, well, let's just create a community where we can chat about these things. And every so often I'll upload a video saying, look, this is what we're doing. Uh, and if it helps you great. And if it doesn't, no worries. You know, you've got a little bit of what we're doing. Um, so I've kind of like taken the foot off the pedal When it comes to all of my extra projects, because I'm essentially just knuckling down and making sure that the schools that I've got and the instructors I've got supported because my I'm not announcing retirement, but my job role over the next decade will switch probably from teaching students to teaching instructors. Um, So that's kind of like where I'm slowly transferring to because I teach I teach six days a week and I bloody love it. Absolutely adore teaching classes. Yeah. Um, But I've got to make sure that the business is robust for the future. I was talking to one of my instructors and actually I've had this conversation with my wife. And so if there's any competition out there who who wants to get rid of me, listen very carefully. Um, (laughs) If if I were to. No longer be around because of, say, a uh, study on. Accident. Oh right, I was gonna say. <laughs> no, because, because of, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not announcing. I'm not announcing. I'm You're not admit, busy, inviting but,
0: them to come and take you out. Yeah, right? <laughs> I,
1: I, I spend so much time on the motorway that if I wasn't here tomorrow, the business would end. That's true. Yeah, and that's I mean. the case. That's the case with a lot of martial arts instructors. Is like, if you are not here tomorrow, how is your school keeping going? And for me, that poses a bigger problem. If I'm not here tomorrow, and my school ends. How's my family looked after? And I don't think enough people think about that. Or at least not enough martial arts instructors. Um. So I'm making sure that the business is safeguarded against the future because if I were to get hit by a car or some such, because it it happens, um, how are you going to look after your family? So if if I can end, it's a bit morbid, but if I can end with anything, I I want martial arts instructors to think about how they're setting their families up for the future. Yeah, it's true. So that's that's like the biggest thing that I'm moving towards at the minute.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, I think, that's I think that's a positive one to end on. Not, not, yeah. not, not you being involved in a car accident on the motorway, but more the <laughs> no, thought know. of what you would.
1: <laughs> I spent so much time on the motorway; it's crossed my mind. But this is it. You got it. You got. I think Matt Chapman does it beautifully. Like he's gone a different route. He d- didn't want to teach classes anymore, but he wants to set his family up. It's like when he's you know retired from making mm. videos, he's got so many hundreds, if not thousands, of videos that he can continue to sell and sell forever. Yeah. Um and and I think that's a really good way. It's like either go and support your business by opening up more clubs so it runs without you, or stop teaching, do loads of videos so that when you're knackered and you're old and you're eighty and you can't kick anymore, it's like you're still making money because you're still selling what you did when you were young. Love video format. I think more should do it. So yeah, safeguard your business, folks. Make sure that it operates without
0: you. Well, there you go. On that positive note. Well, to bring this to a, con- a conclusion thank you for your time it's been a pleasure no, hopefully it's, a hopefully it's been what you expected
1: i honestly I didn't really know what to expect <laughs> um i will say one quick thing uh quick plug i've completely forgot the reason i look a little bit homeless for those of you that you can see is because <laughs> i am actually raising money for mcmillan um next time oh, I,
0: see- I, was, yeah. I was wondering
1: i will probably be bold and beardless um, because that's what I've agreed to do. Um, we've raised a few hundred already, which is really good. But I thought I'd best explain my because I'm normally much better kept than this.
0: Send me the link and I'll drop it in the show notes. So if that anybody wants shit. to
1: chuck you a few quid, they, they can they can do that. But yeah, next time we uh, next time we see each other, I'll probably be bold. Because uh, <laughs> right now I feel homeless. You know when you wake <laughs> up, you wake up and you look at yourself in the mirror, going,
0: "You're a mess." That's what that's what I'm doing every day right now. Oh dear me! Well, I didn't want to say anything, but yeah, they thought they'd <laughs> crossed my mind. I thought I won't be rude. Love it. <laughs> I'm thinking he's just been living in that little room on his own for. <laughs> however yeah, many
1: Just uh, keeping away the zombies and uh, playing with my Fallout figurines. Yeah, that's all I've been doing. That's
0: the name of the episode. Thanks for that. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> just provided the name of the episode right there. All right. Well, on that note, we shall call it a day. Thank you, sir, and have a good rest of your day. And we'll catch you up soon. Take care, mate. Wait.
1: Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com.
0: So, big thanks as always. I say thanks to our guests when they come on, I and mean, then genuinely, big thanks to Damien. It was a that was actually an editor down version. We just kept talking for ages. <laughs> uh, but again, that's that's what I want this to be about. You know, real conversations with people whose faces and names you've probably seen pop up on Facebook, but we're usually. Pushing a product or talking about something You know, we're passionate about Not about just normal stuff You know, Um, which I think Personally I find those Podcasts and those conversations Way more interesting than You know, uh, uh, swapping Conversations about angles For sidekicks and How to best knock somebody out with a chi blast and all that, anyway Before I digress too much I've included the link the demo spoke about in the uh, show notes. So if you're doing this through SoundCloud, it should be in the description. If you're doing this through Spotify, in fact, if you're doing it through Spotify, iTunes, whatever, it's in the in the like the notes description section of the podcast. When you can click on it, Um, you might not be able to click on the link. You might have to do a copy and paste job. Um, but if you've got a few quid and you can uh, you can help Damien with this, then you know, all going to a good cause and I'm sure it'd be really appreciated. Just make sure that you write in the comments bit if there's an option to do it that you did it through the podcast, just so that he knows that's how you found it. So we can uh, we can keep tabs on how we've helped out. It's always good to know. Um but yeah, again, thank you to Damien. Now, I hinted at the start of the show. ...that um, you needed to stick around to... ...well, you didn't need to, it's your own business... ...but if you're a bit nosy and you want to know... ...I actually hinted at um, something come along with my friends over at Art Marshall. Now, the details haven't been finalised 100% yet. We're still working on a few bits. Um, But you probably noticed, those of you that were watching the video version... ...or if you've not seen it yet, you'll be able to go find it on YouTube. It should be available now, if not in the next day or two, depending on when you're listening to this. Um I'll put the YouTube link in the description as well. I'm such a podcast pro now. But um you'll probably notice that I was wearing one of their awesome T shirts, uh, Art Marshall Make, which was um I believe it says training in Japanese, from what I remember. Um my Japanese is a bit rusty, but <laughs> uh, but they do all manner of awesome shirts. You should go and look at, you know, if Martial arts t-shirts can sometimes be a bit everybody was kung fu fighting, if you know what I'm saying. They're a little bit stereotyped. They're a little bit kind of samey-samey what you expect. And the really cool thing about the art martial collection is there's something to suit all styles and and sort of all... um, Levels of of, How do I I say So if you want to be exuberant They've got some really cool designs If you want to be subtle They've got some nice calm designs They've got some with some gentle references To martial arts in it And then they've got some that literally smack you in the face With martial arts Um, All of the stuff is really high quality I'm I'm not even getting paid to say this at this point I'm just saying it because it is It's really nice stuff And it's been run by guys that are genuinely interested in martial arts, involved in it, training it, and, you know, they're doing good stuff. So um, if you're interested in their stuff, I'll pop their link in the show notes too. What I'll also say is, although the details haven't been ironed out yet, you can expect to be able to get our t-shirts, the podcast t-shirts, through them. And The really cool thing about that is, every time you buy at shirt you'll be supporting the podcast you'll be supporting their business you'll have a podcast t-shirt with an awesome logo on it I mean you can't say better than that printed in the highest quality um I believe the 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 garments that they use it's like some sort of um like um I wonder how to describe it did i didn't, I wanted to say vegan but that's completely wrong <laughs> i think um anyway it's like um like sustainable something like that the, the, the cotton is sourced in a sustainable manner. Um, I think that's right. Anyway, the, the, it says it on the label, so you can go find it. <laughs> it's probably on their website too. You can tell I've not got this scripted, can't you? Sorry, Art Marshall guys. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to paint an honest picture here. Um, but yeah, you, you know, the the t-shirts will be available through them. Now we might even, we might even be able to at some point down the line. I'm not committing to this. Just saying we might be able to work out some like one-off special edition ones as well for those people that like to collect this sort of stuff. Um I'd really like to do that would be so cool to get some like limited edition podcast t-shirts made. Um because these guys do some fantastic artwork. But anyway, go check it out. Um, the details about how it will all work and everything will be behind that over time, but just for now I want to say that, you know, uh it, it's really cool to have the support of Uh, an awesome company like Art Marshall to add to our other sponsors, uh, Marshallytics and mittmaster.com. You know, um, to know that these people have confidence in my podcast and in my ability um, to podcast and to put out the best image for their businesses as possible, it's, you know, it's great. Oh, oh, by the way, you can also check out my uh, online business too, which is onlinekicking.co.uk. So if you're struggling with any of your kicks, Go check that out. I've got loads of tutorials and stuff on there. By the way, if you head over to uh, kickbackpodcast... <laughs> I can't even say it now. kickbackpodcast.com If you purchase any of the awesome Mipmaster content through the banner at the top, so you click the banner at the top, we get a percentage of each sale back. It doesn't cost you any more, but it helps us out with our podcast costs, which are like everything going up all of the time um and you know even a few quid here and there it helps with hosting costs it helps with simple things like paying the electricity bills so i can turn my computer on um not to be underestimated in these times especially in a business um so yeah you know if you're gonna if you are somebody that frequents the mintmaster website on a regular basis if you can go through the banner on our website kickbackpodcast.com right at the very top it doesn't cost you any more at all but we do get a percentage back of every sale. And, you know, it, it, it all helps. So please, please do consider doing that. As well as checking out online kicking.co.uk for my stuff. Which I, you know, props to Matt Chapman because he helped me set that up. Um And if you guys need your, you know, your online training sorted out, he's the guy to go to without a doubt. Gives you honest feedback. Gets you set. Anyway, I'm turning this into a massive marketing thing. Anyway. I just wanted. To, oh, and and martial Do you run a martial arts school? Go check out their website. Awesome products. Um, you know, uh, Damien who's just been on. He uses them in his schools. His multiple schools. Um, so convenient, and you can load it on iPads. They're working on an update at the minute, so you'll be able to use it on phones as well, which is cool. Um, so go check them out. You do a thirty day trial. Give it a blast. Um, nice guys as well. And if you get stuck, you could even ask me. Can't say better than that, can you? <laughs> anyway, I'm going to stop with the massive... Mo- <laughs> if anybody else wants to sponsor us, look, you... Yeah? You get loads of talking about it. Get yourselves... You know, within reason. Depends what you're selling. But, yeah. <laughs> get in touch and I'll see if I can work out a deal for you. <laughs> Anyway, guys, thank you as always. Um, This week, there is is going to be two episodes, so I am recording with uh, Matt Chapman tomorrow, Tuesday this will be, and that episode should be going out before the end of the week. Um, I'd tell you what we're going to be talking about, but I honestly don't know yet because we've not arranged it. Um, Such is my uh, uh, effort at uh, organising stuff, but yeah. It will no doubt be a cracking episode as always, and... um, thanks for your support, it does mean a lot if you have any feedback, please get in touch negative, positive, something in between it doesn't matter, it's all helpful Um, as always, and I'll bang on about this a lot as well, but if you can drop us a rating and a review on iTunes or Spotify, it does help, it really does It, it tells those systems that oh, these people like this, other people like them might like it too, and it pushes it out more, and at the minute it's all on me this, because I stopped the podcast for a minute you know, it's you know we're getting a lot less listeners, and it's not ultimately about how many listeners we get. I, I do appreciate that, but from the point of view of helping to cover costs, the more ears we have on the show, you know, the more sales we can make, the more costs I can cover, um, and it, which helps to justify keeping it going in the longer term. I'm sure you can all appreciate that. So um, yeah, drop us a rating and a review, it would be appreciated, and then I will see who you are that's done it, and I will be forever in your debt a bit, a whole five minutes anyway, <laughs> anyway guys, thanks again, and I'll speak to you all hopefully, uh, I'll see you all for a matchup a- match, like I say it, a matchup episode next week <laughs> might do another one of these next week, if not, probably the week ne- the week after anyway guys, thanks again, I've said that about eight times now, I am going to go cheers, and I'll speak to you soon
1: Brought to you by www.mittmaster.com.